Episode 80 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Woo. Mike sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. And by now, maybe all the Will Smith and Chris Rock memes have run their course. We're recording on Monday night, but probably not. But we got a lot of other hits to get to this uh, this evening. We're going to run down a plethora of topics. Uh, we're going to talk a little WrestleMania we're going to talk a little AEW mystery new signee uh, in the women's division, Triple H's retirement, and the Supercard of Honor, which is a pay-per-view that is being held by Ring of Honor this Friday. So there's a lot to get to. We're going to snap it around with the boys. Let's uh, get to know who we're talking to tonight, though, before we do. Over in Glendale, my guy who keeps it regal, Steve Grobschmidt. What up, Grabby? Steve Grobschmidt. It's a stupid name from Bad Creative. And you're never going to hear it again. We don't use <laughs> fake names on Keep the Kayfabe. I henceforth am going to be known as Big Daddy Cha-Cha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Thanks. All right, Cha-Cha. Hey, asking you shall receive. So glad I love hear. that. Yeah, that's a nice little ode to the new character creative for, uh, for Chris Jericho on AEW that is so money right now. Big Daddy Magic, is that the dude? That uh, Big Daddy, uh, my guy, yeah, Big Daddy, man, no, yeah, Big Daddy, and then like Cool Hand Luke or something, yeah, Kristen and I were watching uh, Rampage, or uh, yeah, no, it was Dynamite together when they were all in the ring, and Kristen's like, What is that guy doing? The magic guy, and he's (laughs) like, He's he's, he's crazy. I'm like, Listen, no, like, this is his, this is what he's like, he's working right now, he's he's amazing. It's like, No, no, I think he's he's fucked up. He's Mr. Pro Wrestler. I love he is, it. He's the best. Everything about it right now is gelling so well. So, no, awesome intro, Steve. Hats off to you, my friend. Let's cruise down the Bayview. Talk to my guy who's got a little bit of a cold, but it don't matter because he keeps it freshly squeezed. Mr. Matt Michelson. What up, Matt? Now, this is a story all about how my knife got flipped, turned upside down when Steve told us all that he changed his name because he wasn't getting famous from keep the kayfabe wow freestyle freestyle with a cold holy Uh, shit yeah Yeah. i think he's working us on the cold that's how we do it in the pros or as as ec3 once said that's how we do tv (laughs) i like it yeah and that will smith uh slapping chris rock thing was crazy last night i don't know what the hell we saw last night well we'll ask the boys what they think right after we get done introducing this guy right here oh my it's Charlie Michael. What up, Charlie? What up? Welcome to WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, you know it's you know it's coming. That's WrestleMania. Week. Just like Veer. Veer Gotta give coming. the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vince is gonna go out there with his, you know, it's gonna give him one more. Vince, give him one more. With this plastic surgery face. Oh god. Exactly. He looks like a <laughs> looks like Barry Manilow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some kind of rodent. Yeah, and Barry Manilow. Good call. 
But uh, yeah, great intro there too, Charlie. Man, or or Kenny um, Rogers, man. <laughs> yeah, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> he fucked his face up. <laughs> We're not. I I actually thought Reba uh, McIntyre kind of looked like Meg Ryan last night. Speaking of the Oscars, if you guys watch that too, a lot of work I being apart. I was at Rain last night. Oh, you were? Cool. Yeah, I had a couple friends that were there. They took some vid. I haven't seen uh, them as big as a Beatles fan that I am, but yeah. Uh, you would If you're a Beatles fan, you, you'll you love them, dude. They're so good. Yeah. They have like all, all the, you know, it's basically the show goes from their beginning of your career to their last show on top of the, mm-hmm. on top of that building. Or the Apple Road, Studios? Maybe. Yeah, Apple Studios. And it's like, has all that in there. And it's like costume changes. And they yeah. got the... Mem- you know they mimic the, their movements and everything down perfectly. Right, like the guy, the guy who does Paul McCartney is just great. Him and John are just great, dude. Wow, yeah, I I know they come around a lot, and I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, like once a year. Yeah, yeah, I haven't pulled the trigger to go to their shows, but you you've sold me now. Next time they come around, I have bucks, to see them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you have to. No brainer. They play like probably thirty songs at least. Yep, they rock it for like two hours. Yep. Damn. It's like I I've seen it. them like. I see them like four times, and it's like they they do different songs, and you know they have their staples, nice. but they they do a whole mix of all kind of Beatle tunes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's great. I'm definitely gonna go. Thanks for the inside track on that, Charlie. But um, you also got a little inside track on uh, Big Willie, uh, Will Smith, Big who Willie. Uh, yeah. put out a a big right cross against Chris Rock last night. And uh, the boys and I were kind of going back and forth. I was I was thinking it was a work. My wife is like, no, it's real. And we actually come no, to a heated little argument. We're really? fine. But, uh, okay, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I was on the group chat with the boys, and uh, actually Charlie said he did a little uh, security work for Will Smith. Is that true? Yeah, back in the day. It's like probably, I looked it up, I think it's like 1990. They played in my hometown at Wharton Field House, like when he was – it was just when it was Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff way back in the day, dude, when they were starting out. And um, and so, you know, he we, there was a couple, I can't remember, groups, a couple rappers before him, but then he came late, and he was just like a total arrogant prick. He wouldn't come out of the concert bus until the promoter paid his, paid his ticket, you know, paid him up front. And he was mm-hmm. just like cussing and just a total asshole, just a dick. And he's like, I'm not fucking coming out until I get my fucking money. He's like the wow. only celebrity I've met that was a dick. And I, he's just, he was just an asshole. Me and my buddy were talking about it. And it's so funny how he, he you know, he's been playing this nice guy character for years. And it's, and we always talked about it, he's not like that dude in real life. We wow. met him. He's not like that. He just proved it last night, dude, you know? And yeah. it's not, and, and not that Will had anything to do with it, but we got stuck. We got stepped on our getting paid as well. It's, uh, it was just a, it was just a total shit show. We did security and like didn't even get paid for it or nothing, dude. It's like one of those life lessons you learn in your twenties to fucking get your money up front and never trust a concert promoter. Hmm. You know, but wow, yeah, that's messed up. Especially when you're young and up and coming, you're not even humble yet. He was no, he was an ass. Oh no, he was an asshole right away, dude. That's why it's like he was always an asshole. And like he has this image of him just being the funny, ha ha, nice guy, and he proved who he really was last night. You know. Yep. It amazes me that he's gone this long without letting it slip and holding it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well. I know him. Well, look, at Har- J- look at Harvey Weinstein. You know how he, you know he held. You don't know anybody. Yeah. Years. 
Yep. Yeah, Hollywood's fucked up. And I mean, Jada and uh, Will's marriage has been fucked up. I know Jada like has drug him through the mud when she goes on, you know, interviews and stuff like that. They kind of say they're in an open relationship. They're unfaithful yeah. to one another. They got kids together, but it's a, you know, yep. they try to come off as like this nice family, but it's all the shit. And yeah, it's all dysfunctional. And honestly, a G.I. Jane joke is going to be the thing that sets you over the edge over all things. Like, I actually popped when he said that joke. I thought it was really funny. I started laughing. I mean, I didn't know she had a condition, but I mean, they're... Yeah, no one really did, you know? And that's why I thought it was a, a work, because I thought it would, A, boost the ratings for the Oscars, B draw attention to her causes for her condition and then you know just what we're seeing right now all these memes making them relevant in the news stuff like that so i thought it was a work and i mean these people are actors so i still think it's a work that's the thing that i don't think it's a work but i think it's um, legit dude (laughs) wait what's your slow motion video no let's talk first he could have um made okay first of all it's the i mean i'm not I don't like Joe. You know, I don't like making fun of people if they got conditions. Putting that aside, that's what freaking hosts do at award shows all the damn time. And sometimes a hell of a lot worse. I mean, I remember people making jokes about Mel Gibson's alcoholism, Robert Downey Jr.'s former substance abuse, like all the, there's tons. And you got to keep it together. And I think what's even worse, somebody I, I read pointed out is that, okay, she's got this condition. Nobody knew about it. He could have taken the higher road and then in his speech brought it up and been like, hey, you know, I, I didn't appreciate that. My wife's got this. You want to find out more about it, Rita? He could have made it about that. Right. But now nobody's talking about anything other than his like anger management. Smack it up. Exactly. So he made it all about himself when he was like, quote unquote, defending his wife is like, whatever. Right. Honestly, one of my biggest I told my wife this today, too. She's an MPS teacher, Milwaukee public school teacher. And she experiences probably like three to four fights a week in her classroom of these kids fighting. And I was like, I'm so happy you are on spring break right now, because if those kids went back to school and they could have just acted out and be like, get your fucking name out of, you know, by, you know, and just slapping each other for it just sets a really bad example like of. I mean, this is shit she sees all the time, and lots of the fights that happen in these schools are like, oh, he said this and this about me, and I'm mad. Or, like, he hit me, because so I'm going to hit him back. And it's just like, it just sets a really, really poor example, and then all the attention that comes back from the media blowing this up blows it up even more, so it, like, makes it okay. Not to mention the dude won an award, and they, like, Right after, him. yeah. Yeah, like, take the award home, and he's, like, the best actor. It, the whole thing is just really, really fucked up. And I just like, you know, they could be great role models for kids. And this this just doesn't help anything. And it's just kind of like a little microcosm of our society, too. Yep. Uh, of the way things are going. And it's just really, really kind of sad. But, uh, Charlie, you think it's for sure real? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think least, it is. Least, yeah. That's not a work, dude. Well, looks like we've had enough talk. It's time. Time for the main. We <laughs> yeah. could just tell right. from him how pissed he was when he told him to, you know, keep my fucking wife's name out of your mouth. How pissed he was, and they're actors. Just... Yeah, they're actors. but what does he gain yeah, from it? He is yeah. He might actually he get us a everything that he, we're talking it on a wrestling podcast right now. I know, but he. Saying. I mean, he's he it might actually get his reputation. Us a 
And he might yeah. lose his award, they're saying. Good. I think they should. I would have probably taken him out of the running after that act out if it was real. That's well, why they, I don't think it... They should have took they, him off the show. For sure. Think, yeah, they should have walked him out. That's I, understand give him, I understand give him the award because he earned it, but he should have been able to get on TV and make a speech and all this stuff. They were showing him in the club at the after party. Like, he yeah, didn't I know. care and uh, all that shit. Uh, yeah, dancing I, with the... Not wanting to go to the after party after all that. No, I don't know. I I don't I don't trust it. I mean, the dude, you know, he's trained to throw punches. I mean, do you think he would have walked up there if The Rock said that about The Rock? Wouldn't have said that, but I mean, oh no, he, well, he I knew the right know. guy to pick. He knew the right yeah. guy to pick on. He knew Chris wasn't going to do anything about it. True. I don't know. Time will tell. It's still kind of fresh. This will be posted. Uh, tomorrow night which is tuesday or tuesday so we'll just see how it goes but hope the memes have been great gotta admit there's a lot of funny ones oh, out there charlie Michael the internet is, always uh, delivers oh they're hilarious <laughs> shared a good handful awesome well all right we got a lot of other big hits to go through tonight uh but literally hits totally <laughs> Something that's gonna hit hit real good though is this uh, Ring of Honor show that's not getting enough talk. I didn't even really know much about it until Charlie brought it up before we started uh, recording tonight. It's the Ring of Honor Supercard, and it's a uh, Supercard of Honor. It's gonna be. It sounds amazing. It sounds like you can stream it on Fight TV or wherever you get your uh, pay per views, however you go about it. But uh, sounds like it's gonna be really really good. Um, Who's going to be on that show? We just ran it down right beforehand. Well, I'll tell you that. Go for it, Steve. <laughs> um, Mercedes Martinez versus Willow Nightingale, which Ooh. I know Charlie's looking forward to. Yeah, uh, that's your curtain jerker. Singles match. That's for the women's world championship. Unless, unless, unless cheeseburgers there. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. Because that, so you know what, Mercedes, maybe I'll win it. She might win it because that that one chick that had it, I can't remember her name now, but she went. She's in W. She went. She went to NXT. Yep. Oh wow. Josh Woods, the uh, Ring of Honor Pure Champion, is taking mm-hmm. on Wheeler Yuta, also of AEW. Jay Lethal okay. and Lee Moriarty are going to strap it up. Uh, Swerve Strick- Yeah, Swerve Strickland and Alex Zane. The Briscoe Brothers versus FTR for the um, Ring of Honor Tag Team titles, which you know is going to tear the roof off. That should tear the house down, dude. That'll be match of the night, I'm sure. Yep, pretty. That might be match of the weekend, dude. When you think about it, because there's no more solid, (laughs) there's no more solid NXT anymore. Because NXT used to have the best Mm -hmm. shows on Mania weekend, but there's nothing like that anymore. Mm -hmm. And John Gresham and Bandito for the winner takes all for to unify the uh, or uh, yeah for undisputed Ring of Honor World Championship. That should be really good as well. Yeah, for sure. Bandito's fantastic. Didn't he perform? I want to say it was on the original All In pay per view before AEW was even a thing. I think he was I in the main so. event. I think like, you're right. Yeah. I can't remember, but I think he did. Yeah, I think he. It did. was with uh, Rey Mysterio. <clears throat> Oh yeah, that too. That match, yeah, you're right. That match was fucking. They didn't off have the enough chain. time. They had yeah. like 12 minutes. Yeah, but they were they doing were just everything. Going. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were throwing the that. kitchen sink at that match. I remember. I actually had a great view. Um, I was opposite you, Charlie. I had a great view on the floor. Um, right 
like, you know, they had to cut it off because of time. And yeah. I mean, these guys were moving so fast, spot after spot after spot, so quickly, throwing everything in it. And like, they got the pin right before the, you know, the cameras cut to black. But um, I saw, I still remember Nick Jackson, one of the Jacksons, be like, that's it? And I mean, they like already put their bodies through as much hell and like speed as possible through this thing. And it was just so crazy. I just, I could read his lips and be like, oh, that was it? They were just getting going. So yeah, with a little more time. I can't wait to see what Bandito does. For sure. And and Charlie, you might know more about this than the rest of us, but Gresham, I, I've heard good things about him, I guess. What's his story? He's just, well, when I first saw him, he's kind of boring. He's just a shorter <laughs> guy. He's probably like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, just a really great technical wrestler. He's a shorter version of uh, Danielson with oh. probably not as, not as much personality, better, a little better physique. He's built weird, but he's just... A really nice physique. He's just, he's just really smooth catch can style. He's just a great worker. Like he, like I know they, they're he was their pure champion for a while. He's just really just technically good, dude. He can do other styles too, but he's just a really good. He's that typical. Um, he's like he's a better he's a better version of Kyle O'Reilly. You know, not much. Not much personality, ah. but great in the ring. Like he can't, he's not going to cut a great promo, but his matches are speak for themselves. You know, it'll be interesting seeing him versus Bandito of all people. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. See if he gives the title up and then goes to AEW. But he's definitely AEW type of wrestler. He would be really good with um, Regal. With uh, yeah, with that crew, he'd be oh, dude, they. They'd have a they'd have a fearsome they'd have a fearsome team that they could throw him really in there. Cool. That's That'd my fantasy really cool. book, and I haven't heard anything about it. But I'm just saying. But Grisham, when when I first saw him, I'm like, ah, who's this little guy? He just does really good stuff. But then he's really he's one of those guys that really grows on you after t- over time because he's so fucking good in the ring. You know, kind of like Danielson uh, grew on me because I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, dude. You know, but he grew on me over time from his WWE days and stuff. And after this show, did I remember you saying, Charlie, that Khan is going to have a big announcement at the end? They said, don't, you know, He's, yeah, turn He said, per, yeah, I read that he said, don't leave. Because some people, because what happens on Mania Weekend, there's shows pretty much almost 24-7. They go late. All the all the indies come there. GCW has shows. Everybody has shows. There's Russell Khan. So there's shows after shows, shows on top of shows. And so people will leave early to go to another show. But Tony's like, stay till the end of the show. There'll be mm. a surprise. So don't wow. leave early. He was saying, don't leave early. Don't leave my show early to go somewhere else. Because it's going to awesome. be a big surprise. Well, nice. yeah. And as we all know by now that Tony Khan has acquired Ring of Honor, so it could be some major announcement, uh, more connection, more info on yeah. what his plans are. I don't know. Like it's yeah, I but know. it's it's got us something to definitely look forward to, and not just the wrestling. But I'm glad we got to run down that card, uh, get you all talk about a curtain jerker, and uh, yeah, like I said, that could be the show of the weekend. So if you can see Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor, get it going. That's going to be on Friday night. And uh, so WrestleMania is going to be on Saturday and Sunday, and we do know one person that will not be wrestling at WrestleMania that kind of likes to get in the mix, Triple H. He has gone into retirement. He had a big, big health scare. He's pretty much lucky to be alive. Um, you know, we, we've covered 
you know, just what's gone down with NXT and uh, how he used to head that up and got taken over. Uh, he, he's kind of been gone out of the mix, but apparently he had some really, really scary heart complications. And, you know, he's got a family with three daughters and, you know, we're happy that he's still here, but he said he will no longer wrestle ever again. No, I mean, I think the biggest two things that came out of that story, um, which came out on Friday, Triple H gave his first real interview since he had all his medical issues. And I think the biggest takeaway from it was this sort of heart issue that just kind of crept up on him. Um, and the timing of it's really interesting, too, because William Regal was also recently on the Talk is Jericho podcast where he talked about having a near-death experience because of a heart issue. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, too, it seems like it came from just constantly taking bumps and having this buildup around his heart. His was a little different because he had suffered a broken neck that he didn't know about for a long time. Um, but Triple H's is, you know, still kind of a mystery. Like, how did all this start? You know, what originally caused this? Um yeah, he gave a lot of details, and apparently uh, he was, like you said, Mike, he was slated to appear at WrestleMania this weekend, but then, you know, obviously, given everything that's happened to him, he said, no, my family's more important, I'm not I'm not doing it. So, uh, hats off to him, because I know there's a lot of guys in the locker room, and probably guys who are retired, too, who would take a payday and risk it all to get a little more money from Vince, but thankfully, Triple H isn't one of those people, so hats off to him. And I do want to pause it here for just a moment. Um, I'm noticing some chuckling, some smiling, you know, all things that are indicative of some great banter. So with that, it's now time for Charlie's Corner. Charlie, what's going on? Take it away. Yeah, no, I'm just laughing because right before we started it, Ricochet was wrestling um, Austin Theory. And he, you could just tell he was going to do the job to build up for the McAfee show. And I just read that... Um, uh, Theory pens the IC champion Ricochet cleanly. Ricochet has lost three times across SmackDown and Raw over the past few days. And, you know, everybody's like, they were so hyped. Oh, they're going to push Ricochet now. He's got the IC belt. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It's just like. You get the belt and then and then you just lose again, which is what they do yeah, so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like crazy. You know, back in the day, that used to be the belt. That was like, if a the guy got the IC Yep, if I get the IC, then eventually you knew he was getting the title. And now it's like a T, it's like a TV championship belt, you know. I heard, and I had read something too that I guess I can't remember how long it's been, but it's been like months since the IC belt has been defended on TV. I mean, on I mean, sorry, on a pay per view, like you yeah. know. So it's like, it's just like crazy. It's just like. That was my favorite title growing up. It was so oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, I used to like the IC. I like I like the IC title better than the, the heavy. I mean, the look at title, yeah. yeah, Macho Man got it before his world title run. Yep. Mr. Perfect. I mean, there's so Everybody. many yep. people, like these legends that were the Intercontinental Champion, Bret Hart. Yep. yep. Jericho. Yep. Yeah. Even the, the Rock even had it. You know. Yeah. Val Venus. And, he, and even the greatest intercontinental championship champion of all time. The Honky Tonk Pat, Man. Oh, oh, Pat Patterson. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Honky Tonk <laughs> claims he was the best. Honky Tonk was a great IC champion, dude. Oh, totally. The lore of the IC title. And with that, this has been Charlie's Corner. Sure, there'll be more because. Because you're Mike's still watching. Boy, <laughs> Mike's part one. Mike, Mike, Mike's boy, Mike Boy's Bogues is out there. Boogs. That's your boys? <laughs> yeah.
fun fact, that was uh, Triple H's last match that he wrestled, I think, was against Bugenheim and, like, Shinsuke or something like that. Oh, really? That. Yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah. What an end. I mean, just to wrap up the Triple H thing, I mean, long career, pivotal matches, can't really take anything away from the guy. Built something as a businessman, too, or as a talent and a booker. Great career, but, yep, we will never see him left in the ring, but... You know, we'll see what he what he has, but I wouldn't be mad at him if he settled down and gave the old ticker um, a little time. So, but yeah, we got WrestleMania coming up here, folks. And I thought last year I could be, I, I, I was disinterested, but this year I'm very disinterested because I haven't really thought much about it until uh, this this podcast, seeing what the card actually looked like. I mean... Uh, we're we're not going to run down every match or anything, but it is going to be two nights. We've talked about how it's struggling to sell tickets. They're bringing in Stone Cold Steve Austin because uh, they're struggling to sell tickets. I mean, they even thought we were going to see Vince McMahon wrestle against Pat McAfee. But um, is it still only sixty percent sold? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if they got sixty. I don't. Last I heard, they were like at fifty-eight k for both nights. So it's mm. still under it's under sixty. Jeez. What used to be the biggest draw is now kind of a laugh a laughing matter in a sense here. Oh, totally. Um, but okay, so it is going to be split up on two nights. We're getting a lot of repeat matches because you know they didn't do themselves any favors about thinking ahead long term. <laughs> we're seeing we're seeing. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. That's going to be the main event on night two. We're going to see Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte. Shocker. Um, again, at WrestleMania. We're going to see Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch wrestle. But um, beyond that, there's just like, you know, fucking wiener tag going on with all these other matches, <laughs> pretty much. Like, this is this is awful. Oh, it's so, garbage. So, okay. So, maybe... Let's get to maybe some of those matches. Um, we'll, we'll break those down. What do we think is really going to happen with this Kevin Owens and Stone Cold uh, situation here? So my um, my best guess is we see Kevin Owens host the Kevin Owens show. Stone Cold comes out, maybe humors him for a little bit, cuts a promo on him, gives him a stunner, and then leaves. You forgot one thing. He'll, he'll drink beer. Oh, yeah. right, yes. right, right, right. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, and the I, Texas I crowd and, and pour and pour beer on Steen. Right, and There's... Steen did give a great Stone Cold uh, impression. Oh my god, that was probably Absolutely. the most fun. That was great, dude. I've seen. Yep, that something has happened on Raw in quite some time, maybe in the past fifteen years. That would have held up in the Attitude Era. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for oh, those yeah. of our listeners who missed last week's episode of Monday Night Raw and haven't followed other podcasts up to this point, go back, watch the opening segment of Monday Night Raw from last week. Kevin Owens just does the best heel troll move of all time. I, if, if you don't want to go watch it, I'll go ahead and spoil it for you because it is a week old <laughs> now. Kevin Owens comes out in a bald cap, Austin 316 shirt, cutoffs, the whole nine yards. Two Stone Cold races everything. <laughs> oh, the the crowd completely thought it was Stone Cold, and even yep. it even took a few seconds after he came out for them to realize it wasn't actually Stone Cold. <laughs> and to make it even better, he talks for a few minutes, and then Austin's music hits, and you think, oh boy, he's actually there. Here he comes. Nope, got him again. Just great yep. TV. 
He the is crowd a treasure. was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd was just devastated. They really thought they were going to see the Texas rattlesnake come out. And yeah, when they swerved him with the music two times. Yeah. Oh, just great shit. That is great shit. It's such great shit. There's still people <laughs> thinking that Austin might wrestle, but it's like they're not. If he actually no. was going to wrestle, they would say that in advance. They're not going to surprise wrestle with with a legend. And after what happened to Big E, it, I guarantee Stone Cold's like, yeah, we're not we're not going to be doing that. You know, exactly. one mistake. And he's got a bad neck as it is. Yeah, he, he doesn't I need mean, to. Well, and we're already seeing another guy with a bad neck uh, wrestling. We got Edge versus AJ Styles. That might even be a decent match, right? Sure, but for what? Yeah. What does it amount to? <laughs> if, it, exactly. if it was out, yeah, if it was outside of WWE, yeah, maybe. But it's gonna be WWE style match. That's it's just weird. It's like, yeah, it's... they got all these. Okay, I mean, I, I don't remember if I made you this point. You should be excited. You should yeah, be, exactly. but you got Edge. You got. Lesnar, you got, you know, they bring old Goldberg half the time. What they should be doing is putting over the next generation, but it's like you got Edge with a guy that's in his mid 40s. You know, you got Lesnar and Reigns. Neither guy needs the rub. Like they're Mm -hmm. just, or Austin, Austin stunning and and drinking beer at the expense of Owens does nothing for Kevin Owens. 24 hours later on Raw, he is not better off because of that. And I know pundits like to be like, Oh, you know, the rub with the legend. No, Austin kicking Steen's ass does nothing for him. Like it's just a pop moment for the sake of it. And that's what, that's all they do with these legends. It's like these one-off pops just to get the crowd. And you know, Austin's going to get a monster ovation, but, but like I said, 24 hours later, what's it going to amount to? Nothing. Yep. Yeah. They're, they just, I mean, we've seen it time and time again. They just roll out these stars there to get a reaction to kind of look like a, you know, like they're trying. Yeah. But everything else shows that they they really aren't. And honestly, this card to begin with just, you know, WWE has been bad for so long. You can't really compare this card to a bad pay-per-view that they've been running because everything that they've been doing has been bad, in my opinion. I mean, this could be... a a fast lane card. Or <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Know, if they tried. But yeah. This is WrestleMania. This is supposed to be, you know, your your benchmark, your keystone, your everything that sets the tone for everything. So, yeah, I mean, they got a big match on night one. I think that's when Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair are going to go at it. I mean, as we saw Bianca Belair, who we've been cheering for for so long, get squashed in a matter of seconds against Becky Lynch when she came back. I don't think Becky Lynch is, uh, or I mean, I don't think Bianca Belair is going to win against Becky. Of course, I don't either. Right? No, I don't. I don't think so either. What'd you say? What'd you say? You don't think he thinks that uh, that Becky's going to beat Bianca? Yeah, I think you might be right, dude, on that too. Because I was literally, you know, right, you know, well, I didn't know for all was going on. Right, right before we got on, they were doing a segment with Bianca, and then Becky came out and attacked her. And you think, oh, Bianca's gonna? You think um, you would think that um, Becky would get the upper hand, but she didn't. Mm. Uh, Bianca did. So yeah, usually, so usually, if you go, if you get over on Monday, you lose on Sunday. You know, kind of deal. Exactly. So I think you're, I think you're right about that. Yeah. I, yeah. I had heard, I had heard everybody was saying that. 
Bianca's gonna win, but I'm like, dude, that just right there just kind of just nullified that whole she's winning, dude, because they don't change from their formulaic booking, dude. Yeah, I mean, it, I feel like the for the fans, having Bianca win is the obvious decision, but at the same time, I just can't see Becky losing. Hold up, let me check too. Um, let me check, and this will this will tell us. Um, Ooh, give I'm us curious. a good vibe. Yep, she's probably gonna lose, man. Because you're right. Because that match is day one, and so whatever happens on day two, the last match they want to send the people home happy. So you're right that they probably will make her lose on uh, night one on Saturday. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't. Well, I didn't even look. I didn't even look at what was happening on Raw or whatever. But, the, I mean, this is just the vibe. I mean, and what we've learned from WWE, that they never give the people what they want. Obvious, I mean, nothing against Becky. Love, yeah. But B, yeah. Bianca is just so great, and you want to cheer for her. She's obviously yeah. the most talented in the women's division. And somebody who, like, hasn't been, you know, exhausted to great length, like this Charlotte Flair and, you know, Sasha yeah, Banks. But, yep. so, you know, but... As as fast as they squash Bianca, I don't think they're going to give her her comeuppance this WrestleMania. She's losing again, dude. I guarantee yeah. it. Dude. And again, going back to my point, who, okay, coming out of this WrestleMania, what next generation talent is going to come out better than they went in? Yeah, I mean, other than maybe Austin Theory, who they seem say, to be investing maybe, in. Maybe Theory, but I can't. One night's that match, so they'll probably. They'll probably put McAfee over, to be honest, because that's that's the hotter yeah. name, a bigger name. Yeah, you know, you know, that's yeah, it's night two, so I don't know. In regards to Becky and Bianca, I do think having Bianca win would get her over. Fans would be happy. I mean, the fans have been wanting it for almost a year now, so you have that. And at the same time, it gives Becky a chance to reinvent herself again and take a new direction. Because honestly, this whatever this character is, she's playing just. It's it's stupid. It's it's stale and st- it's always been stupid, but now it's stupid and stale. So having her go mm-hmm. back to being the man again could be cool, or just do something different. I don't know, but either way, it, Bianca winning's the right choice because it gives a new direction for both characters. But that just doesn't feel like WWE. It's and that's why they get stuck in this pattern. Hmm. Yeah. All good points. And speaking of stupid and stale, we're seeing another Charlotte Flair match. Against Ronda Rousey <laughs> that they trot out there. Um, Another you know, stale match time. nobody's into. Yep. Yeah. I mean, back in the day when Ronda first came into the company, I remember, I, I, I think it was Hell in the Cell or somewhere close to that where they really beat the shit out of each other. I don't. I haven't watched any WWE, so I don't even know what kind of heat they're trying to, or what two sticks they're trying to rub together to get heat. I don't think there's anything. I think it's just the marquee names that they're just throwing up on the billboard and call and maybe even calling it in the ring. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. But um, you know, <clears throat> but I think, nobody cares. But I think you have a feeling that Ronda will win that match because they'll want the she's the face. So like you said, I guarantee that Becky match will be on early, and then those guys um, they might be the closer. I bet. I bet Ronda and her are the closer probably. Yeah, that first night are both. So Charlie, both women's matches are on night one. Yep, on the same night. Yep. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Ladies first. Yep, ladies first. I guess so. A little chivalry left in the company. So night two. But uh, but no, but let's not leave night one yet. There's still good matches. 
Miz oh, and really? Logan, <laughs> Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. Are we gonna di- deep dive into that? Happy Corbin versus McIntyre. Oh my <laughs> God! Thanks for bringing well, that up. Yeah, yeah um, you don't want to. We, we gotta go that? deep on those, dude. Those are total WrestleMania quality matches. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Not just Baron Corbin, but Happy Corbin. Yeah. Yeah, these are but, matches we've never seen before either. Exactly. <laughs> you can't, I mean, I've seen said, Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre, but, but not Happy Corbin and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you could just turn into a, a normal Friday Night SmackDown and never see that match. Honestly, <laughs> I would take, like, you know, when people had jobs in, like, the mid-90s, like, you know, the Duke Duke the Dumpster Drossy, like, <laughs> yeah. the big boss man who was a policeman, the Doink the Clown, Sir, like, those were Sir all interesting Isaac, because they... Sir they, Isaac Yankum. Yeah, like, now, they don't even give people those jobs anymore, or, like, the Repo Man, or anything like that. Now, it's, they just put an emotion on a guy who's, Happy, a, yeah. you know, a bottom feeder. It's not even, like, I don't know. I just kind of miss the old days where it's just like, oh, we got a dentist going in there to... <laughs> to fight uh, a guy who looks like Crocodile Dundee. What was his name? Skinner? The Skinner yeah, was uh, Steve Kern. Yeah. We got a yeah. we got a we got a Cuban Cuban import guy ready, a drug dealer ready to fight uh somebody. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> With the Hispanic name Ramon. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, so that's going down on Saturday night. And Charlie brought up a big point too. That's going up against some Really good basketball games, too. So we'll have to see how this works out. They're going to get trashed, dude. They're going to get trashed. Big time. So, all right. But but like they said, they already sold sold those $5 Paramount, or was it Peacock membership, so they don't care about selling a pay-per-view. You know, that's that took that took they got the numbers out of. uh, Yeah, they already got their Yeah, they already got their money. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, and you can watch it at any time. You can watch it when you're on the toilet if you have a TV in front of your toilet. Which I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do that to my poor toilet. Exactly. If you get eight hours of waste this weekend, you can watch WrestleMania. Nice. All right. Well, there is one big match on uh, night two. Uh, it's Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns is saying that he's the greatest wrestler of all time. Brock Lesnar, you know, he's got his own opinions about himself. You know they're both in it for a paycheck, but what's happening with this match? Is anybody uh, interested in this one? No. <laughs> I, I mean, no, I wouldn't be. You know what? If they hadn't wrestled before numerous times, maybe it'd be interesting. Like these two, you know, legit heavyweights going at it. But seen it's happened. Seen it. It's happened so many it. times before. And you know, you know, I guess the wrinkle they're trying to add is, isn't it a unification match? But I think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I really don't even know. I mean, I would assume Lesnar um, Reigns is gonna win because he always wins. Yeah, and Brock will probably go off TV. Yep, he'll take a break, come back by by summer, by by summer for SummerSlam, and eventually Reigns will drop one of the titles and give it to someone else on Raw. So each show will have its championship at some point. So all you're doing is doing a doing a roundabout to get back to where you were with two titles on two different shows it's useless you know mm-hmm. I, actually i did see something which makes sense that i guess mcintyre is going to get back in the title mix after mania so i could see him getting the title and then coming over the to, to raw or whatever so 
Hmm. Exciting stuff. A lot of a lot of intrigue coming up for this. Don't put butts in seats. Oh, totally. (laughs) Well, I think that's our that's our mood for WrestleMania. Something that used to be pretty fun. We all are pretty deflated after a conversation. There were times I took Monday off so I could like like do do it right. Yeah. Oh, I threw parties. I would throw great WrestleMania parties. Oh, yeah. Same here. We actually had the fire department called one year because uh, I think somebody threw like a cigarette in a pile of leaves or some shit like that. But the fire department did come at a WrestleMania party. So burn it down. Oh, yeah. By the way, exactly. who is Seth Rollins uh, going to be wrestling? Will it be Cody Rhodes? This is happening. What yes. Boogeyman. Maybe it's the yep. Boogeyman. I'd put dollars and donuts. It's Cody. Guarantee it's Cody. It's not even a discussion. The question is, how is Cody going to debut? Will it be tonight on Raw in the few minutes we have? No, 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 no. They've already said unless they swerved us, that's not going to happen. No, the swerve will come at WrestleMania then. And his mat, his his opponent will be announced at Mania in the ring. It said this is exactly what they did with John Cena a few years ago when he wanted to fight the Undertaker at Mania. He went as a fan. He got the match during the show. And the match was an impromptu match. So, yeah. Way, way to go, WWE. Way to use a pretty well-known star outside of WWE to enhance the promotion of your show. And what will he be wearing? Is he going to, like, uh, there's no... What are Okay, what are the odds he comes out as Stardust? I think a low. That's the only interesting thing. That's, yeah, that's the only interesting is... Let's give our predictions. Okay. Let's give our predictions. All right. He'll come out looking like his old man. He'll come out looking like Stardust. He'll come out looking like normal Cody, or he'll come out looking like, well, he's got to match the neck tattoo in some shape or form. Maybe in the red, white, and blue. So, I don't know. Let's give uh, let's give our predictions on that. That'll be at least have some skin in the game. You know why you like to place friendly wagers on this show. Yep. I so I'm gonna add one other possible yep, exactly, debut to that yep. list. So I don't see him coming out in red, white, and blue because I feel like Vince thinks of his best baby faces of all time mm-hmm. having the red, white, Hogan, and blue, like yep. Hulk Hogan, oh, yeah. that era, right? So I can't imagine Cody doing that, although that is his gimmick more or less. Um I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he comes out as Stardust and WWE totally shit the bed with this debut. And just can't and just just fucking sandbag the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean they've they they had so many opportunities to use him ahead of WrestleMania, like even announce announce the match in advance. And for the hardcore fans out there like us who go, oh, maybe I'll actually watch Mania and see this match where Cody's going to debut. Instead, it's well, maybe he'll show up, maybe he won't. I'll just find out after the fact, right? I feel like it's a missed opportunity for WWE. So if they shit the bed once, they'll do it again. I like it. I can see it. I think he's going to show up more or less as Cody Rhodes. I don't think he's going to, because he might be whoring out for the money, which despite saying the word whore, I don't fault him if they're handing him millions of dollars. That's, I mean, that's just good business when you got a kid, but I don't think he'd go to be Stardust. I mean, that would be the ultimate sellout. Like, that would be pathetic. Oh, I think he will eventually. Well, <laughs> not right away. <laughs> but I do think um, he's going to come out more or less as Cody Rhodes. 
I think he's going to lose personally. And it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be a fart in a windstorm. It's going to be your three, you got your three million and now you're going to do jobs. Yep. yep. He'll be mid upper mid card and yep. no, no rating or buy rate will be affected Change. one way or the exactly. other by his presence. They might lose. Right. They might. They might lose some people. <laughs> they might lose. Viewers. He's just not. I mean, and I'm not saying this to be like you know, like bitter that he left the company. I like. He is not that big of a deal. The only time he was really big was when, um, at the first all out, all in show when he was taking on Aldis. He was kind of hot then for when he won the NWA title. Yeah, he was hot then. That was it. You know, he mm-hmm. was never this big deal like he thinks he is. I think what he's going to wear, he'll wear some, um, I think he's going to come out and something new WWE gives him. It's not going to, it won't be Stardust, but it won't be that fucking shitty war on AEW. They're going to make him look like they're, like they want him to look. You know, he's right. not going to come out in that big robe and all that mm-hmm. fucking shit, you know? All right. Yeah, so this is, so I'm thinking, like, Yes. How are we going to package this guy? So, like, let's just do a yes or no. Weight belt or no weight belt? I'm saying no. Oh, good question. I say yes. I say yeah, that's his gimmick. They'll probably let him wear that. I know I said Stardust, but yeah, maybe Stardust with the weight belt. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Stardust with the weight belt. I would love if they make him Stardust, dude. Vince can't make up his mind, so it's the polka dot Stardust outfit with a weight belt. It's just every gimmick all in one. Honestly, Cody's already sold out so hard. Just go as Stardust. Just just be like, yo, I'm doing this for the money, and you guys only remember me. If you didn't watch AEW, why the fuck do you even care? Stardust is back. Just think of it like an old wrestler is coming back if you've never watched an AEW uh, pay-per-view or, you know, weekly show. They roll out old WWE guys over to AEW. It's kind of like the reverse for this. Just take it up the ass, Cody. Come out as Stardust. Put a weight belt on. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just really curious how they're going to package him. That's the only only kind of curiosity that I have and excitement that I have going for this. So, well, if, if I had to guess, he's he's not going to be wearing trunks. Cody's never really wore trunks, right? He's always um, had, like, pants. His first run in WWE. I yeah, think he, he, did, he did wear trunks. Yeah, he did wear Oh, yeah? Trunks. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to the trunks. I don't know. Um, I don't Fuck, man. I have, I mean, <laughs> this is a hard question. I think, I think he'll go as, uh, well, because he's on, uh, he's on that talent show. So you kind of want to show his face, but the, the WWE doesn't get anything from, getting that kind of synergy so there's no incentive there yeah fucking stardust let's go come on that'll get, that'll get i would love going. I, I would love it dude okay. i that, i hope you guys saying. are so right i would just love it if they put it would be awesome that, that goofy star he'll get killed dude I, the only oh, thing that's gonna make it better oh. is if he comes out as Stardust and Rollins looks at him up and down and does his <laughs> laugh. God, that's yeah. stupid. Yep. Oh, well, just buried, just buried him right from the get go. 
Well, and for real though, that's the it, that could be Cody's saving grace to have a shred of dignity. He already flopped from one awesome company to like the fucking dark side. The shit, the shit and if he's like, I'm Stardust, I'd be like, I'm kind of just having fun here, guys. I really don't take this seriously. I'm just trying to get. Paid. <laughs> I'm just trying to get. I want. I want to be. I wanted that three million a year. Yeah, I'd just be like, if this is what I got to do, wouldn't you do it too? And I mean, I already fucking. Have the T-shirts printed in the warehouse <laughs> from the old times, so I can be cut next year after Mania. It's going to be interesting to see um, if they do cuts this year after Mania. That's their big time to do cuts. Oh again. yeah, so that should mm-hmm. be really interesting. Shit, yeah. And then with Ring of Honor, uh, you know, coming through over in AEW, that would that gives mm. them another ship to sail on. But I, wouldn't, but I wonder now. I wonder now if they wouldn't cut people to. They oh, might sure. hold, Yeah. If they might hoard some guys just, just, just so they don't have them because what really helped, what's really helped AEW a lot is a lot of those guys coming over. Man, that's that's mm-hmm. really helped the show be better. You know, you yeah. don't have to. You don't have to put Bear Country and fucking. Uh, Brock Anderson, my favorite wrestler. Yeah, Penelope Ford and all those guys out there, you know. Or um, freaking um, the Gun Club. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, ooh, but they're they're gonna help. They're gonna help get over the uh, FTR's faces this weekend now. Okay, guys. On I, Wednesday. I got it. So, what what's gonna happen is Cody's gonna work a match at WrestleMania as Stardust, and then a week later. When WWE announces its next round of cuts, they're going to cut Cody because he's burnt his bridge with AEW at this point. WWE lured him in with all this money, and then they're going to leave him out to dry with (laughs) no money. And it's going to be the ultimate slap in the face, and Vince is going to be the mastermind behind all of it. Wow. I love it. That's good shit right there. That is good shit. That'd make my day. Oh man. Okay. Well, I say that puts a nice little bow on our W uh, our WrestleMania wrap up going forward here. <laughs> our, our, pos- our positive WrestleMania show. <laughs> hey, we weren't that bad. I don't think we were that bad. I, I we, we had a lot of positive points. I didn't, it's not like we totally dogged it. We could have gone through every match and ripped it apart like animals, but we're, we you know we're classy boys here on Keep the Kayfabe. And as long as we're giving predictions, we got a one more prediction to give before we get to a promo of the week. And uh, that is who is going to be this mystery signee uh, in the women's division for AEW that will be facing the bunny this Wednesday night on Dynamite. Um, this was announced pretty recently, right? Yeah, I just well, this from the from past Steve. couple days. Yeah. Okay. I didn't really know. And um, I think. It is not going to be Tony Storm because if y'all aren't paying attention, the girl made like a hundred thousand dollars in fourteen days or something crazy like that, uh, just wearing a swimsuit and putting that booty on t or on the internet on OnlyFans. So I don't think it's going to be her. But there are some other good names out there. Steve, you had a couple that you thought. Were yeah, good I nice mean, names. Athena slash Amber Moon is a definite possibility. You know, there could be one of these people that are prominent elsewhere. Like, although, although the signee part maybe makes me question what I'm about to say, because like, like a Deanna Perrazzo or like a Mickey James could show up, but I don't think they'd sign with AEW at this point. Um, so, I mean, I, to me, I think Ember Moon and um, 
Tony Storm are probably the most prominent. It'll be somebody from out WWE. There. It'll be yeah. some WWE. They're not. They're, I doubt they'd go Mickey James after she already sold her soul out to to go in the Rumble last year. So they're gonna be like, "Fuck that, dude!" You know, she didn't even she get a. She didn't even give a Hall of Fame out of it, like we thought she might. Yeah, <laughs> she can just stay where where she's at. My money's on Ember Moon, who's now going by Athena these days. She's been working a lot of indie shows and. Uh, I think she's appearing at WrestleCon, or she just did. So, yeah, there's there, there's some momentum around her. I, it'd be cool. I I loved her in NXT, so I'd love to see her. She's in, good. Yeah, yeah, she's very. Oh, good. Yeah. She's a good worker. She's a, she's a good hand. For sure, I think she would fit well in um, AEW too. Oh yeah, she, oh yeah. She likes to do the high flying shit. She's not afraid to put her body on the line. She, yeah, she can work. And plus, uh, if she does go by the name Athena in AEW. I can then buy a shirt for my wife. It's oh, also our dog's name. There you Athena, go. Who I love so much. Get my wife on the AEW train. Get her watching with me more. Because if we watch wrestling <laughs> together, my life gets better. <laughs> that'll, so, that'll, that'll do it. Someone's name after your dog. That'll really oh, get her. Oh, we got to watch the hot mic. You know I'm a salesman, <laughs> I Charlie. It. I like this you, a lot. You gotta work the angles, bro. You know that better than anyone. Come on. Well, you know what I want. You know what I want to happen is then the sign up somebody named Athena because then uh, in nine months when Megan Bain, aka Megasis, who has like a Greek goddess look to her, when she comes back from her injury, they could have a feud: Athena versus Megasis. Ooh, she tore her ACL. She's out for nine months. Didn't we see her on a live show somewhere? I don't know if we did, but she, I, I love I, I I totally dig the gimmick. She comes out like carried out by like attendants, and she's got that sort of goddess thing. But yeah, she just tore her ACL. We could have Lucy Lawless uh, guest referee for That's, it as Zena. There you go. Tight. I'd pay to see that. I used to be a big Zena fan back in the day. Not Me too. Lie. I was a big Hercules. I was a big Hercules fan, but if you were a fan of that show, do not look up Kevin Sorbo, the guy who played Hercules. He's gone crazy off the deep end, like oh really? Practically like um, uh, QAnon. Like he is nuts. Oh uh, boy! They think somebody. They they think that he like because I guess he had a stroke a couple years ago, and they think it actually. Some people think it changed his personality because he used to be like wow. kind of your happy-go-lucky kind of Christian, and now he's like yeah, nasty and like yeah. Is he hanging out with that wrestler that got fired so fast from AEW that was supposed to wrestle Moxley? Who was that guy? Oh, um, oh um, Brian Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. 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 Him, Kendrick syndrome. Him, him, Kendrick, and uh, that old ref are all hanging Drake, out together. Drake. Yeah, Drake. Uh, yeah, Drake, whatever his name is. Yeah. They're going to, you know what? They should let him in <laughs> to like a promotion and have their QAnon stable. Oh my god! Like <laughs> they would get the most heat or forgotten or the most sons. Love. I don't know. It might be yeah. Fucking throw Cutler in there. I don't know. We're going off the rails a little bit, but not a problem. Yeah, that that would be fucking crazy. But I like a little Kevin Sorbo talk. And you know what else I like? And it is promo of the week. We got a great one here. I'm going to the mailbag right now. Uh, I didn't get a chance uh, to send it to the boys prior, so we're going to listen to it live here on the show. Uh, This one comes from Tony Rush from Franklin, a local guy. He says, I can't wait to hear my promo on the wrestling podcast that plays loud in my house every week like a natural disaster. Nice. That's a hint of what we're going to hear right now. This is a promo from 1992 (laughs) from the Natural Disasters. 
Earthquake and Typhoon. When Jimmy Hart formed the natural disasters, he said he was going to guide us to the top. Well, Jimmy's not with us anymore, but that's okay because it won't change the natural disasters plans in the WWF. Sergeant Slaughter and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, you've signed a match with the natural disasters. You are entering the disaster area. Slaughter Duggan is like the quake says. Jimmy Hart is no longer with us, but it doesn't change things one bit because we're not coming inside that ring to shake your hand or give you a big kiss on the cheek. It's no Mr. Nice Guy. We're coming in for one thing, to make that ring a disaster area. And believe me, when you get finished with the quake and the typhoon, that's just what it's going to be. There you have it. That one was off the Richter scale, if I got to say anything about it. That was a lot of fun. I used to love the natural disasters. I did too. John Tenta. I guess Tenta was a legit tough guy. Oh, yeah, he was like an American sumo wrestler. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess he was a legit tough guy. I read that like long ago. Growing mm-hmm. up as a small kid, I remember I was a big fan of Earthquake, and I don't remember why, because my parents hated him, and I didn't realize he was a heel at the time, and I just think it was just his aura and like you know just how much he overpowered some of the other guys. His, his bald-headed <laughs> mullet. He liked oh, yeah. his receding hairline and the mullet in the back. <laughs> Yeah, and that yes. and that hairy, sweaty, chesty hair that just was <laughs> exactly. <done. laughs> how how horrible would it to have been a jobber back in the day? Not only were you not getting paid, you were in shittier hotels than there are today. But you got to go up against the guys like them on superstars. You're in their sweaty armpits and butts, and then they step on your sternum and like put their whole body weight on their stomachs. I, that always blew my mind, like how they would just step on people like that. Like, why would you want to get in the wrestling? We can't forget to talk about the natural disasters and um, Tugboat, who became Typhoon, who also mm-hmm. became the Shockmaster. Oh. oh, classic. Yeah. Toot, toot. Yeah. Who was the other big guy? The Prince Hakeem with the slipster? Well, Hakeem, the African yes. Dream. It was the one-man gang. And then he, he yeah. did that awful gimmick where he was like a white dude from Africa, which is, of course, classic Vince humor. Oh, yeah. Right. Hakeem was great, yeah, that... too. Another one of my favorites as a young, young person. That'd be a pretty good Halloween costume for a very huge man. Think about it out there. Well, all right. I think that'll do it for uh, this week on Keep the Kayfabe. That was a really fun one here, boys. I'm glad I got to chat with you. And uh, if you want to chat with us, send us a note at keepthekfabe 414 at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to cover, what you want to hear, where you want us to go watch wrestling, all that good stuff. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at Keep the Kayfabe. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review and tell us what you love about the show. And what I love to do is stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard. Triple H! Woo. He's retired. Into Patty Valentine from the upper hall. She sees a bartender in a pool of blood. Cries out, my God, to kill them all. Here comes the story of the
Viva! 